Hey, potential podcast listeners. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, then our sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, safe, online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise with BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you do is simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in just under 48 hours. After that, you can schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the over 3 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Our listeners will get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com Potential. That's BetterHelp.com Potential. Once again, that's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com Potential. Take charge of your mental health with BetterHelp. And remember, know your potential. Wait, you haven't seen that? Past potential Hello and welcome back to another edition of Past Potential Picks. That's right, we are back. Past Potential Picks is an awesome series where we review a film uh, or series of films that uh, came out many moons ago. One of us has seen it, the other one has not. So we challenge that co-host to watch it and get their take on it. So this past, let try again. This past potential pick, we are reviewing. The original First Blood trilogy. This is part of the Rambo series, uh, starting with First Blood in 1982, uh, with uh, Stallone kind of really having, you know, quite a year, um, the last two years with, you know, TV, uh, Tulsa King, and the last two years actually uh, before that, we had uh, Rambo and, of course, another Expendables here. So we thought uh, Chris had never seen any of the First Blood films, and I was like, Chris, gotta check these out. This is definitely quintessential 80s, quintessential action, and quintessential Stallone. Uh, and uh, I think he definitely didn't regret it. So we're going to take his take on that. So, Chris, let's dive right into First Blood. First Blood. So yeah, I'd never seen the Rambo films. Always heard about the Rambo films. Was intrigued about the Rambo films. Um, I remember seeing the trailer for Rambo Last Kill, I think, was the most recent one. Um, that's when we had shorter hair. He always has long hair in these movies. And I thought it was, it was clearly he was like, I cut my hair. I'm not growing it back because um, he's old now. But First Blood, not the movie I expected. I'll say that first and foremost. Um, so clearly Rambo, he is this vet. He's a veteran of the United States Army. And he, through his time in the Vietnam War, experienced a lot of trauma, a lot of chaos. But it also gave him these like superior military skills. So he's this kind of one-man kind of fighter who... Uh, doesn't really sense pain and he's able to kind of beat all odds. And in this first film, he's actually been like back from the war and he's just trying to find home again. He's trying to find where his place is. So he's a drifter. 
and he ends up in this small town and the police officers there are like beat it punk like you're not supposed to be here and they end up arresting him and that was a huge mistake because when he breaks out of jail he's now up in the woods and it's like a one-man hunt to track down rambo and they don't know what they're up against that is not at all what i thought this movie was going to be because my idea of rambo was exactly what he like what made him vietnam Mm-hmm. I thought Rambo always took place like in the jungle or like something like that. You know, I, I imagined Stallone with like green paint and like, you know, his big old knife and his bow and arrow. <clears throat> so it was very interesting to me to see this first film where we have really it's like set in the woods. It kind of reminded me of the setting of the deer hunter. Um, obviously not the Vietnam parts, but like very similar vibes where we're up in the woods and it's like misty and, and, and you know, cloudy and, and, they're just like it's kind of like the ego of Brian Denny's cop character and his like you know police force that they like we could take down this guy and, and get him arrested. And it's unique in that you hear about Rambo and I hear about like you know oh these movies were like he takes on like seventy guys and kills them all. There's actually only one death in First Blood and it's not even like a big deal. So it was kind of interesting that like. I guess my expectations for the character were were different from this first film. Yeah. But I appreciated how much it it plays into PTSD and like what the stress is like for soldiers to come home and not know what to do and of course if they're put in the wrong situation, their training and everything's going to kick in and they're going to do what they do. Um and so I, I found that fascinating about the first film. Um, clearly from that point on they were like okay now we gotta kick it up a notch and now it's truly the rambo that i kind of had envisioned but stallone always has had this ability to have this kind of like he looks tough but the eyes give this somber quality of like you just want to hug the guy you're like dude you just need a beer need to take a break yeah he doesn't smile like ever you know he's not a happy camper in these films he just always looks very like, like, like he's about to go off and, and do some crazy stuff. Yeah, and I love that about Stallone. That he, I mean, he physically is at his peak in these films. He is like ripped to the gods, and he's got those cheekbones and then his hair, and he's just very, what do you want, you know? And I love that by the end of First Blood, he gets to do this whole long monologue where he's just a broken man and he's crying and giving it to the world of you know, what happened in the war. And it just shows you, like, he wouldn't have really done all this stuff in the movie had he not been put through all the stuff he was in Vietnam War, you know? It's kind of a... We don't see enough of these kind of films, and especially for that time being really not too long after the Vietnam War to have kind of a, a message like that. Yeah, it, it's definitely... Um, I think timeless in the fact of that is I think we don't give enough... Um, appreciation for what veterans have gone through no matter what war you've been in because uh, particularly obviously the vietnam war and that's why a lot of people call it conflict because it was not a war it was just it was horrific and it's a shame though that that performance he did not get a a nomination or anything for that performance Mm -hmm. alone i mean just that you're right that monologue just you know kind of sums it up but it is a very incredible film i remember seeing it uh, my my dad introduced these films to me and um it's just 
the 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 raw authenticness of you know of his survival skills and this are very he definitely put a lot of effort into this but it has a very besides being just a straight action film you would think the first one has a lot of depth a lot of human you know raw emotion whether whether like you said it's pride of the police uh, sheriff um you know whether it's um ptsd and regret and not having a place in the world after the war um it's a very very unique film that i, I hope that people continue to appreciate but uh yeah i'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed the first one as much as i did well, i also love um and he's he's a mainstay for most of these films you have richard krenna who plays trotman who's a colonel and who knows of rambo it's like his his job is always to come into the film and be like you don't know what you got into he's rambo we made him <laughs> and like i love how he's kind of like the voice of reason of like you should let go because this man he doesn't know pain he will hunt you down <laughs> like i just love how he's kind of like the the words of knowledge of like yo this dude is psycho so um you might want to give up but rambo 2 first or rambo first blood part 2 whatever this is definitely more what i imagined um the rambo series to be and this is one where <clears throat> i kind of like the espionage element of it too where at the end of Rambo, uh, Rambo First Blood, he is arrested, um, and he's been serving his time in prison. And Trotman's like, "Hey, look, we're gonna give you a, a pass. We'll get you out of jail if you can go do this mission. You gotta go to Vietnam. There's POWs out there. All you gotta do is go out there, take some photos that they exist, and that's it." Well, we know Rambo's not gonna just leave prisoners there. Like that's not his mo. Love Charles Napier in this, who is, it's great to see. You know, it's like when you see, I always think when you see an, a movie actor and you recognize them most because of a comedy you've seen, you know, like yeah. seeing him in Austin Powers is like what stuck in my mind. Then I'm like, oh no, he's an actual actor who's done like a bunch of movie roles. He was great in this. It's kind of like the CD government guy who like, you know, he's clearly out. It's not his goal to like ruin Rambo's life, but he tells Rambo, exactly don't intervene with these pow's just go in get your proof and get out but rambo of course is going to save people because that's what he does and especially you're in vietnam so the government leaves him there and now it's his duty to try to get these people to safety across the land with all these you know bad guys the action this really kicked up and there's more enemies um this is really jungle warfare, and this is exactly what I thought Rambo was going to be about. Um, and there's some great, I mean, he, he, they don't go to the point of like making him like a god or anything. Like he, he still can get shot and, and beat up. And, you know, it's not like he's like Mr. Perfect. Yeah. But yes, there's, a, there, there is an element. God, can you fucking, yeah, look what you do. Look what you did. I swear these cats sometimes fucking piss me yeah. fuck off. There is an element where like he is a kind of a one man army machine. Like he 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 kind of gets the job done. Um and I love like elements like him with like a bazooka or like him with like the helicopter. They do some really cool stuff at the end with the helicopter. Um but it's definitely more of a war film, whereas I think the first one really was more character based on him. This is much more like it, it's very much in the vein of like you had alien to aliens where aliens became much more of an action film. Mm -hmm. This is the same kind of evolution, 
they they wanted to go more action for the second one. And 100%. that continues into Rambo 3, where that's even a bigger action film to me. And so I think they, I wonder if the studios kind of saw what people were responding to with the character. And, you know, the thing too is Stallone, he did co-write all these movies. You know, I love, we have James Cameron who wrote the second film, but Sylvester Stallone did, he was a co-writer of all the screenplays for all the Rambo films. So he, he was putting his input with the character. So I wonder if he also was feeling like, I want to go more action with the characters. I want to go bigger. And you have to remember too, in this day and age, there was the huge ongoing battle between him and Arnold with yes. who's the biggest tough guy. So I feel like with every movie that was coming out where it got bigger and bolder and crazier, it probably was, I need more explosions. Do I need it. more people to show kill. Me, show me leadership <laughs> capabilities. Yeah, it's like every film, I was like, I have to get the begin. You know, and they're like, yeah, it's like, let's get more ripped, more more action, more excitement. Um, but um, it, it is, it is I wonder if, if Arnold, if, you know, it, it is a product of its time where I feel like that's one thing that these other two that kind of take a little away from it is to become more over the top action where I think with the first one, you know, there is a little bit more depth to it. But I think this third one where it kind of like almost kind of wraps it up with his relationship with Troutman, I think. And mm -hmm. I think that's what why I've even enjoyed, I think, three even more than more than two. Well, yeah, I like the idea that trauma gets captured and is being held captive. And the whole threat is we have this, these Russians who uh, invaded this. We have these Russians who have invaded this area of Afghanistan and they're, you know, trying to get information from Trotman and Rambo also sees kind of like in two, he sees the innocence of this area that are being traumatized through death and torture and you know millions of these people are, are suffering and he himself kind of takes it upon himself to be like i don't care if i die i'm gonna go protect these people and get my my colonel back i did kind of laugh a little bit i understand that you were saying it, it kind of does mimic some real life cold war stuff but i was just kind of laughing because typically so many action movies now if the threat is afghanistan it's just afghanistan terrorist we don't need yeah. like i was like it had to be Russians in Afghanistan. I was like, we couldn't just do this in Russia. So, you no, know, it's the, it's me, the 80s. <laughs> it's the 80s. It was the like wall, the wall had not fallen yet. <laughs> bigger and bolder. But um, there's some awesome action. And there's definitely more. What I kind of like with the second and third one that we don't get so much in the first one is I'm a sucker for a good bow and arrow moment. And he gets some great bow and arrow moments, especially bow and arrow bombs, like arrow bombs, which are so fun like i love when the helicopter guy is like coming towards him and like he doesn't like notice that he's like clearly pointing a bomb arrow at him even like the bad guy at the end of uh the second film he's like across the waterway they're like at a waterfall and he's trying to like run away and he just turns around and he's like ah and also he just explodes <laughs> and it's just i mean this i love i love me it's, it's like hello you and i played Tears of the Kingdom. I'm making bomb arrows every day. Um, so I'd be curious to see, having not seen the two most recent ones, you know, they 20 years later, they did Rambo. And then 11 years later, they did Rambo Last Blood. 
there's even been talks with him of potentially doing one more um where he would return to the the native american um land that he the character grew up in which could be an interesting yeah so i'd be curious to see the other two to kind of complete the series see where the character's been taken because you know when you look at like his two big characters back to back you look at rocky and rambo i mean again it's characters that there's like their flaws but you like fight for them like you you long for their their like positive nature in the world um you know rocky of course i still have yet to watch all the sequels apart from the creed films but i love that stallone he has this ability to have these kind of defeated characters that are able to rise and rambo although yes it goes to some cheese 80s action places but it's very fun to watch he's still this really kind of intense broken man that's willing to use what he has for the greater good he he's willing to put his life on the line to save others yeah and so even though yes sometimes it's it's ridiculous giant action scenes and explosions you're like how is how is everyone getting shot but stallone you know it it, who cares it's just you know fun and i i i think what's great is he's not acting in a way that's like outlandishly bad or anything like because sometimes that can happen with action movies is you have you know he's a very authentic character and i think he's kept the portrayal up for all three films so although i enjoyed the evolution of setting and crazier combat i was happy that he he really kept that character the, the line um the same all the third line yeah and i think i think Stallone is very protective of both the Rambo character and Rocky. So I think it's beautiful when you have a franchise character that you've helped kind of create and develop and Mm -hmm. you take it kind of seriously, where unfortunately we see a lot of films where you see a character throughout several films or um, part of an ensemble cast and other ones, the character development kind of changes. It's almost like kind of weird and it's like, makes no sense. But with this, um, I do hope you get to go back and enjoy the rest of the Rambo films as well to kind of see um, his a more um, more of an older Rambo and, and I really enjoyed those last couple films. So, but I'm glad you uh, got to see these and, and get your take on it, Chris. What would you say of the Rambo trilogy? What would you give as your uh, your overall grade? I'm gonna give Rambo trilogy a solid eight out of ten. Nice. Um, I I really enjoy the character. I enjoy the stories they came up with. I like the advancement of more action as the films progress, um, higher stakes, if you will. But I really respect that they they didn't like they didn't change the character. That that's happened in some franchises where it's like we had the really grounded first film, and now he's a goofy or you know kind of crazy. You know they kept the character. So yes, I want to watch the other two, but I also love I love all the music in the movies. Um, and just the actors around him, I think, all played it very well. Um, you know, like I love uh, seeing uh, what's his face. Um, <clears throat> I'll edit this. What's his name? Damn it! It's where is it? Oh, Kurtwood Smith. I I thought it was fun to watch. You know, again, it's like another actor where it's like, yes, I know you mostly as a comedic actor from a sitcom, but you did a lot of uh movies back in the day. So anyway, I'm going to give it eight out of 10. Um, You know, this is a film series that you've had in your, you know, life longer than I have. So where does it sit for you at this day? 
Um, still, I would, I would agree. It's a good eight out of 10. Um, especially, you know, going back and looking at, at a modern lens, um, though parts of them are products of their time. I think overall the trilogy and the character has kind of stood the test of time as um, kind of a quintessential action hero, but also the tortured soul and, you know, wounded vet that I think that we need to dive into kind of these really good films that they kind of show the psychological toll that war has. So, but definitely glad you got to check this out and you all can go check out all the Rambos um, yourselves. I know that they're streaming on several platforms and that was this edition of past potential picks. Thanks for listening to the potential podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the potential podcast or on Twitter at the potential pod, or you can email us, send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, the potential podcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.